Are you tired, listless, looking for a moment of escape from this hellish nightmare reality you inhabit? Today's lucky winner from Sanguis Pharmaceuticals can help. Independent studies that are definitely not fictional showed that listeners reduced their boredom by up to 69%. Today's lucky winner is not for everyone. Do not listen to today's lucky winner if you are under 18, easily offended by cussing, or are a snitch who can't listen to fictional drug use. Side effects may include giggling, distraction from worldly concerns, and hyper-aggressive sleep punching. Ask your doctor if today's lucky winner is right for you. Howdy y'all, I'm Carmilla. Are you tired of scrolling through this job hunting website? I bet you are. Well, you sure are lucky to live in North Texas. Your job hunt is over. When I was appointed CEO of Sanguis Pharmaceuticals three years ago, my first task was finding a spot for our new headquarters. I knew my hometown had exactly what we were looking for. Sanguis Pharmaceuticals is opening our new corporate headquarters in Dallas, and we're hiring for a variety of positions. We've revitalized six blocks of Dallas just east of downtown to create a state-of-the-art facility for our employees. What used to be filled with alternative music venues, ethnic restaurants, and tattoo shops is now a clean and thriving corporate center. Sanguis is all about making our employees part of the family. But don't take my dang word for it. Let's hear from some of our employees. Here's Sammy M. in Jacksonville. I joined Sanguis Pharmaceuticals family at their former Florida headquarters five years ago. I received a 100% discount on their groundbreaking ALS medication for my wife. It's great. It's great that I can finally afford for my wife to live. <laughs> wow, Sammy, that's great news for your wife. I also enjoy living and being alive. All full-time employees and their immediate family receive Sanguis medications for free. And with Sanguis offering revolutionary treatments for some of the most debilitating conditions like ALS, MS, fibromyalgia, and rheumatoid arthritis, no other pharmaceutical job comes close. Now let's hear from Maria F. in Newark. The New Jersey pill packaging plant is my second home. Here I'm family. If we surpass the quarterly quotas, we get a pizza party. <laughs> How fun. We love having fun here at Sanguis. Save a piece with pineapple for me, Maria. Well, what the heck? What are you waiting for? We're hiring now for jobs beginning next month at the new Dallas headquarters. Click the link below to apply. Oh, they've got coding and IT positions available. Coño, why do I have to attach my resume if you're going to make me fill all this information out again? Whatever, it won't kill me to apply. Congratulations, you're today's lucky Previously on today's lucky winner. 
you're at the Department of Mishaps and Violence. That's the unfortunate outfit you died in. Excuse me, I wanted in... You're dead. You're today's lucky winner. You're the 777th soul reaped at the DMV today. I don't understand. What could I have possibly won if I'm dead? Souls making their way through mishap sector of the DMV, who die in increments of 777, have the opportunity to go back to Earth in a different body for a single year. You will be chaperoned for the year by the Reaper who was assigned to your case. At the end of 365 days, your temporary vessel will disappear. Your Reaper will escort your soul to its final resting place. Which is... Hell. I just saw which reaper took your soul. She's... difficult. You got any weed? I think you were murdered. Hey, we prove it, and bingo bango, you get reincarnated. Clean slate, no hell dimension. Seriously? That's great. Grab the evidence and we'll call Kyle. All of the evidence is in my tum-tum. Barf him up, dumbass. Show me how. Barf up the evidence. Make yourself barf. <laughs> I don't know how. I'm going to fucking do it for you. No way I'm going to hell because you won't barf up some drugs. Wait, what? What are you doing? Open up. No. No. I not stuffed kidneys in hell. God damn it. Stop fighting me. Get your hand out of my mouth! Why won't you barf? Now that your fucking hand is out of my mouth, I've never barfed. I'm not entirely sure I can. I may be corporeal, but I'm not even sure I have a stomach. We've got to call Kyle. There has to be some way for them to tell you took the pills. They've got to keep tabs on Earth to make those files on everyone. Maybe they can... I don't know. Check the footage and see who switched out my prescription? We don't. Oh, oh. Oh, the Molly's really kicking in. He said he left candles for us to contact him. Have you seen the candles? Is it thirsty in here? Are you thirsty in here? Aha, candles. These definitely aren't mine. The research and development department at the DMV created the calling candles after a lucky winner in 1918 lost their Reaper chaperone to a warlock. With the chaperone gone, the warlock killed the lucky winner to use their temporary vessel as a spell ingredient for a massive hex. That hex was the flu of 1918. Oh, the water in this faucet is too dry. Lighter, give me your lighter. Give me some wetter water. Wetter. Lighter. Water. Now. Uh, it's on the coffee table. Oh. Oh. Oh, now the fentanyl is kicking in. Oh, sweet China White. Oh my god, maybe I can barf. As Dawn lit the calling candle, a plume of nebulous sparkling smoke created a gray and white rendering of Kyle coming from the long candlestick in her hand. The rendering looked up and met Dawn's gaze. It's been less than an hour. What could you possibly need already? Whoa, this is weird. Uh, okay... Um, so, hi. So, no big deal, but I think I was murdered. Not in this body, but in my original. You understand, Rita took the pills I had taken before I died. Of course she did. 
And they weren't sleeping pills. It's a cocktail of stuff. I don't know much about drugs, but it sounds like stuff you shouldn't mix. That's gotta be murder, right? How would I have gotten those otherwise? <sighs> All right. Who would have wanted to murder you? I... I don't... I don't actually know. I wouldn't think anyone would. But if you can just... I don't know. You have footage, right? Can't your department just see what happens on Earth? You can see that I was murdered and I can get reincarnated. I don't have to go to hell after this year, right? Please tell me that I'm right. Um, uh, first of all, we aren't some eavesdropping pervs. We don't watch everything you do. There's no footage to review. Second of all, without motive, it's going to be hard to convince our investigations department to take action. I can at least allow Rita to send the remaining pills back to show them. It's circumstantial, but it may be enough for them to open your case again. She took them all. Excuse me? She took... Wait, hold on. All Shut up. The pills. Pills are gone. Shut your butt. She took all of them. I took 28 hits of acid, didn't I? Oh. Holy shit. Rita, you have to shut up. Whoa, Kyle, what are you doing to this? This bowling alley. Was I in a bowling alley? Don, what am I supposed to show them? You have no evidence, you have no motive, and you want them to take her word for it that the pills weren't what they were supposed to be? Maybe a different reaper could convince them, but you think they'll listen to someone who just got done serving time? What I really need is tangible evidence that you were drugged. Motive wouldn't hurt. A suspect would be great. Find that, and I'm pretty certain they'd open your case for reincarnation. God damn it, Rita. Who throws bags of weed? Now, fully entrenched in the massive MDMA, fentanyl, and LSD cocktail she'd just consumed, Rita was convinced she was in a bowling alley she'd once visited with a lucky winner in 1974. The bag of weed she'd stolen earlier seemed to transform into a beautiful, opalescent green bowling ball, and Dawn looked to be holding a talking black bowling pin. No, 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 it went out! I've not done talking to Kyle! Yes, that's my third strike in a row, Leroy. I'll be taking my free turkey now, <laughs> thank you. The wick is gone, the wick is gone! I had a third of this candle left, and I can't call him back? Why are you like this? Whoa. Oh, stop yelling. Oh, God, I think I'm coming down. Already? Mm, reefer metabolism. I'm, I'm never high for long. I don't even understand how drugs work on. Oh, God damn. Oh, I've only been high for 20 minutes, and 18 of them have sucked ass. You're the one that took 28 pills. You're lucky you can't die. <sighs> okay. <sighs> All right. The floor has stopped breathing. Woo! Okay, I'm back. Get a cup of coffee of me and I am better than back. Congrats. So, what are we waiting for? Bust out that calling candle. Let's get Kyle on the line and tell him you were murdered. I'm sure the investigations department will take my word for it. What more would they need? After hearing my harrowing tale of taking 28 hits of three different drugs simultaneously? I'll make us some coffee. I think I have an idea. Fill me in on why we're at the county courthouse. 
Well, it's been four days since I died. And? And my original body is still at the county morgue, which is in here. Ooh, you want to see that? That's grim. Even for me, and I'm a grim reaper. There wasn't any next of kin to claim my body, but since Kyle made it look like I'm my own cousin, I can claim it. I'm my own next of kin, but we have to do it today. I forgot that I had set up terms to donate my body to my job. Should I pass while I'm still their employee and my next of kin isn't around to claim my remains, my body is the property of my job. Alright, I have several questions. I work for Sanguis Pharmaceuticals. The body donation was for medical research. I figured there was a pretty high likelihood that my mom would die before me and I didn't have anyone else who would care to have a funeral. That's depressing. But I still have questions. I hacked into the county medical examiner's emails. Oh, I knew you were a cyber criminal. Nobody has a computer set up like that just for porn and MMOs. I can see if I can convince their coroner to run a talk screen. If they don't seem amenable to the idea, maybe someone will leave me alone to say goodbye. To myself? God, this is getting weird. While I'm looking at my own corpse and getting my fake closure, we can steal some of my blood to give to the DMV as evidence. You know, you're pretty fucking smart. Yeah, I know. Now, don't get mad, but I have to make sure that you're 100 yards away without you having to come inside. No offense, but I don't think you could be inconspicuous. Yeah, that's fair. I probably couldn't. But I could go into stealth mode and snoop around for you. Stealth mode? How do you think I've been stealing weed from your neighbor? I don't have to be seen or heard by humans if I don't want to be. Most lucky winners opt for me to be a stealth chaperone. For real? That's great. So, if I give you the login info I stole for the morgue assistant, can you see if there's anything about me in their computer? Maybe they already ran a talk screen. I can distract them while you look. Use this flash drive to take any relevant info. Sure thing, boss. Let's go. Are you... In stealth mode? Yeah. How do you know? Wave at that old guy at the bus stop over there. Okay, I'm waving. Make sure he sees you. He's pointing at himself to see if I'm waving at him. He's seeing if I'm waving at someone behind him. What am I doing? He's going to walk over here soon if I keep... Holy shit, put your boobs away! See? Look at him. He doesn't even see a sliver of nip. And I've been jumping up and down this whole time. I certainly saw more than a sliver. You really are a lucky winner. Wink! Now stop fucking around and let's get in that morgue. Dawn and Rita meandered through the county courthouse as Dawn followed the sparse signage for the basement-level morgue. Rita continued to... check that she was in stealth mode by calling every police officer she passed a bastard and making rude hand gestures. After a short elevator ride, they found themselves in the sickly fluorescent glow of the county morgue. Um, hi. Can I help you? Damn! Why would they keep such a babe down here in the basement? Uh, I was... Are you... Here to identify, uh... Body. Yeah. My cousin. Don Menendez. Oh, my condolences. Your name? I'll just need some identification. Yeah, that makes sense. I should totally have expected that. I have a name, and identification that matches my name. Yes. Kyle probably made you an ID. Check your wallet. Don anxiously opened the wallet in her old purse. As soon as she opened it, she saw the face of the temporary vessel she currently inhabited staring back at her from the driver's license slot. The one thing she didn't see was a name. She panicked. My name is Re... Buddy, are you about to give her my name? On? That's the last part of your name. Rihanna. Rihanna? Are you asking me? 
Dawn looked back down at the license she had just pulled from her wallet. The name now said Rihanna Menendez. <laughs> no, that would be weird, right? Just hand the beautiful doctor with the incredulous expression your ID, Riri. I am doing it. And you thought I'd be the conspicuous one. Um, thanks? Looks like there's a computer back there. I'm going to see what I can find on you. Try to be normal, Rihanna. Y'all, I don't want to have to call security, but you have to go. This is clearly a fake ID, and you definitely can't be back here. We get weird couples who want to look at dead bodies more than you think. Is, is that what's going on? Not take kink shame, but you're nasty. You, you can see me? You heard all that. Uh, yeah? Including the parts where I objectified you. Yes. Now you need to leave. I thought you said nobody could hear or see you. Yeah, humans can't- Oh, hold on. Hold on, I think I'm having a thought. Don't hurt yourself. Doctor lady? Uh, Dr. Simmons. Sonny. My name is Sonny. Oh shit, even your name is adorable. I should have known. My stealth mode only works on humans, Donnie. In the 24 hours that Dawn had known Rita, she had quickly forgotten that she was sharing her apartment with a powerful celestial being. Part of her job was to protect Dawn. Rita had poofed her way to where Sunny sat behind her desk, now holding a scythe she didn't have before. Rita pressed the scythe to Sunny's throat, wearing an expression that said she had every intention to use it. Since it only works on humans, you mind telling me what the fuck you are? <laughs> I'm, I'm just a normal... I just... Like, I... I will end you. I will not lose another one. Rita, stop. You're scaring her and me, to be honest. Oh, you know what's scary, Dawn? You getting stolen and chopped up by a warlock for a hex. That's scary. I'm... I'm not a warlock. I'm just a vampire. That's it. Ugh, seriously. I knew you were too cute to be true. Wait, if you're a vampire... Why are you out during the day? Shouldn't you be in a coffin? Dawn! Uh, are you serious? Is she serious? <sighs> Dawn! You're embarrassing me in front of this beautiful, disgusting, oof, pouty-lipped monster. Dad? Yes, Billy? Can you come check under my bed for monsters? Oh, Billy, are you worried about commies? <laughs> no, Dad, actual monsters. Jeepers, Billy, what's this? Mom's garlic powder, our family crucifix, a picket from our fence. What's going on here, son? It's to protect me from vampires. They sure were scary at that flick we saw at the drive-in. Oh, son, you know that made-up movie baloney won't help you with real vampires. What? What about sunshine and praying? Oh, son, daytime won't protect you, and neither the old gods nor the new could protect you from the most unholy hunger of a vampire. (laughs) So, you want to learn about vampires? Do you think vampires are velvet-clad fiends who lurk in the shadows, seeking only to feed their dark passenger? Or do you think they are tortured, brooding, and misunderstood? Both are wrong. 
but that's okay. We'll help you parse fact from fiction when it comes to fanged fellows. Vampires are the product of the unholy union of the demonic and the divine. Let's have a little history lesson. Pre-history, that is. In Hell Dimension, souls are the hottest commodity. He with the most souls has the most power. Like most of us hard-working capitalists, the demon lord Ambrosio wished there were more of him. He was only one demon. He could only hunt and steal so many mortal souls in one day, not to mention it was a real whopper of a commute from Earth to Hell. That was until one night Ambrosio came upon a demigod in desperation. He had a brilliant idea. This mortal bequeathed with celestial powers had found themselves in a dire situation at the very brink of death. Ambrosio cut them a deal. He would bestow upon them some of his blood, his demonic power and essence in exchange for their help in the hunt for souls. The demigod, under a great deal of duress, agreed. They would feed on the blood of the innocent, and every life they snuffed would have their soul sent to Ambrosio in his dimension. He promised them the more power he accrued, the more he would pass on to them. They would never be helpless again. As his wealth of souls and position in hell grew, so would the power of the demigod. It worked! Except, the human part of the demigod died. The problem was, the more souls the demigod took on Ambrosio's behalf, the more demanding he became. They had to harvest souls in larger quantities to satisfy their master's hunger. The demigod grew more and more miserable as their dark lord's bloodlust grew. They were toiling endlessly, killing in greater quantities to appease their master. Despite his promise of more power, they had little to show for their endless labor. A few short years after their turning, the demigod had an idea. If Ambrosio's blood changed them, and some of his blood ran in their veins, maybe they could recruit more into the fold. They would do anything to relieve the burden of this bloodlust they lived with. After finding a suitable candidate, they shared their blood to create another. It worked! The human vessel died, and their blood made it something new. That new vampire helped the demigod send more souls to Ambrosio than they could have ever taken alone. The demigod had helped fulfilling their contract with Ambrosio. As they created new vampires to aid in the quest for souls, the bloodlust was sated for a time. Again, Ambrosio became more demanding. He wanted more souls and his minions' need to consume only grew more untenable. Fueled by this compulsion to harvest souls for their master, more were turned and the vampiric race was born. Evolution begat more types of vampires, but the first fed on blood. 
The only known ways to defeat a vampire are few and far between. Here are the top three. Number one, dismembering them, scattering and burying their limbs will incapacitate but not kill them. Number two, decapitating them with a magically forged blade will kill them in a jiff. Number three, vampires can easily kill each other. If you can get them to turn on each other, they'll take care of your vampire problem in short order. But be careful, you'll be left with the strongest vampire of the bunch, and they will turn on you. <laughs> See, Billy, if a vampire wants your soul, there's not much a little slugger like you can do to stop him. I just got one more question, Pop. What's that, champ? Do you think Ma's gonna be real cross that I took her garlic? <laughs> oh, son. Now let's do check your room for commies. Little boys may need rest, but the Red Menace never sleeps. And that's how vampires work in the real world. Huh. Well, thanks for putting that exposition in an easily digestible narrative format. Of course. So, are we good, or...? Meh. Depends. I'm supposed to kill vampires. What kind are you? Lily Tooth? Estri? Psychic Vampire? Uh, just your classic vampire. Wow, that's rare nowadays. Be a shame to kill an endangered species. Yeah, not many of us left. I can't even see your red eyes. You must pay a fortune for contacts. Red eyes? Your classic vamp has bright red eyes. Oh, that's after we kill our first human, which I've never done. How? Have you only been undead for a week or something? Well, I, I was turned in 1965. Oh, bullshit. There's no way you've made it that long without giving in to your need to kill. Uh, here, look at my travel mug. <sighs> oh, oh, what is that? Well, you see, autopsy tables have a drain, and that drain is placed over a sink. Uh-huh. Gross. And I made some alterations to the plumbing so it collects it all in a container I put in the wall. So, you're drinking the airport jungle juice from a bunch of dead people after it's been through a sink drain? Yep. So you don't eat people? Not living ones. I was a vegan who lived on a commune when I was alive, so I'm not gonna let dying change who I am. You've gotta feel like trash drinking the assorted fluids of random dead people. Does the vampire bloodlust not get to you? You've gotta- Be constantly exhausted? Yeah. But I didn't ask to be a vampire. It doesn't give me an excuse to hurt anyone. Oof. I'm supposed to dislike you. You're making it really hard to dislike you. I'd hate to make anything hard for you. <laughs> You're gonna get me into trouble. If the two of you could just keep it in your respective pants for one second, could I get what I came here for? Uh, oh, sorry. Yeah, you were... Hold on. Why don't, why don't you smell like food? Excuse me? Sunny. She wants to see the body because it was her body. She died, she gets to come back for a year in this temporary one. The DMV makes these temporary bodies smell bad to vampires, so she doesn't just get eaten right out the gate. That's why she smells like... like turpentine or... like a magic marker? Yep. It's like the vampire version of that bitter stuff you spray on the couch to keep your dog from humping it. So if you're tempted to suck on someone's neck, uh, I'm right over here. <laughs> You don't smell like food either, but you do smell good. Y'all, please. Uh, sorry, um, what was the name again? Don Menendez. 
We think I was drugged, and I wanted to see if you could run a talk screen. Don Men- Oh. Oh no. What? Well, the good news is that you were right. You were definitely drugged. And the bad news? Mm, I know because I drank your blood. What? Your blood. I drank it. I drank all of it already. Uh, you weren't scheduled for an autopsy, and you smelled good, and then Sang was called to claim your remains, and I had left some bite marks, I got sloppy. I'm so sorry. Someone was going to see my fang marks, and I desperately needed to get rid of the evidence. You didn't have any next of kin, so I faked a clerical error, and... And... You were cremated four hours ago. So what you're saying is that the evidence is in your tummy. Well, most was incinerated, but some is in my tummy. Hey y'all, this is Bree. Thanks for listening to episode two. We have episodes three and four recorded, and we're going to do our very best to get you a new episode every two weeks. So you can keep an eye out for that on our Instagram and Twitter. Uh, and our handle on both of those platforms is at Lucky Winners Show. And if you want to know what the cast members are up to, you can also check out the episode details to see their personal social media handles so you can go see what other cool things they do apart from this show. And finally, we don't pay for advertising. So if you like what you've heard and you want to support us, Share it with your friends. I mean, we have some audio blurbs on Instagram that you can send to your friends and just force feed them our jokes if they're into those jokes. Um, you can also use the hashtag LuckyWinnerShow in your shared posts on social media so we can say thanks and chat. Uh, you can also leave us a nice review on iTunes if you liked it. Uh, that helps us get seen more in the search algorithm and helps us find new listeners. And uh, lastly, we've been having a blast recording this show, and we're pretty fucking pumped to share what we have planned with y'all. We've got some really fun story stuff happening, and your reception to episode one was so great. You've kind of lit a fire under our asses to get more recorded. So thank you so much, Um, and until next time, try not to die.